Do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always am I the winner. Yeah, <laughs> not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts, or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com. My name is Ray Stacanus, and I have a three-year-old daughter. My name is Robert Clark Chan, and I have a three-year-old son. And my name is Marshall Givens, and I have a seven-year-old son and five-year-old twins. And together, collectively, we are... My, my three, three dads. dads. It's closer. Well, I mean, close I feel there. good about Almost it. There. I feel real good about it. I'm looking at the waveforms and they're jacked up. Yeah, there's no way. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to My Three Dads. We're going to be talking parenting and cartoons aimed at young people. But today, we are not talking about a cartoon aimed at young people. Marshall Givens, uh, star of the show, Marshall Givens, had an idea of this Netflix show from Australia that is mm-hmm. aimed at small kids but mm-hmm. is not a cartoon. And because no. we are like, why not? We said, why not? Why not? I mean, why, why limit ourselves to cartoons at this point? That's right. Uh, so we're we're going to be talking about the investigators, <laughs> a show that we think people might want to check out. We'll get, we'll get opinions at the very end, but before we get there, we'll do a little round table of stories about tonight's theme. And uh, Marshall, I believe you were going to kick us off today because tonight's theme is illness. Yes. Sickness. Haven't seen it in my house in over a year. Yay, pandemic. Feels good. Feels good. Feels good. I know Kleenex is out there scrambling, though. They are in (laughs) trouble. (laughs) Uh, Before the quarantine hit, like, uh, my kid has asthma. uh, What was it? Viral-induced asthma? Viral-induced asthma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, boy. So, yeah, he would get a cold, and we, we went multiple times to the hospital because, like, he couldn't breathe, and, you know... Kids turning blue and you were freaking out, obviously. Um, and eventually they gave us a nebulizer to like, take home and whatnot. But like, yeah, anytime cold season came around, it's like, OK, here we go. Yep. And um, since everybody's been staying home, since everybody's been wearing masks, he got uh, lightly sick um, uh, last month for a couple of days. And then, boop, that's it. Yeah, that's it's it. Been, it's been amazing. I, I like I like I just you don't even realize it, you know, but it's like, yeah, all of the distance, all of the hand washing, like the extra hand washing, the the hand sanitizers everywhere, wiping everything down. Like I'm like, and I, it just, it's just crazy to me to realize like, Oh, 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 we've been bringing in all of these germs all this time. (laughs) Dirty mother. Mom said you catch a cold if you went outside after just getting out of the shower with no cap on. But that ain't it. That's not how I got that cold. I got that cold Mm -hmm. from your dirty ass. (laughs) (laughs) You get that cold from going to Subway. Everybody knows that. (laughs) That's the sneeze guard cold. The Subway sneeze guard cold. (sighs) Yeah, we all sneeze on it and then it bounces back up and hangs in the air. And then we all touch it because we, (laughs) even though we should. I do. I do touch the sneeze guard at Subway. And why do I do that? That's such a terrible idea. Oh, I just, I remember my mom used to just, oh, every time I touched any sneeze guard on any salad bar in any restaurant, it was like, boy, don't touch like so I'd like I have no problems not touching the glass. 
That is a weird dichotomy, though, because, you know, obviously the global pandemic hits and the United States, you know, behaved horribly uh, when faced with with an ultimate like, uh, uh, who are we decision? Very sadly, about, man, we was good. What are you talking? About? Oh, yeah. No, it was basically <laughs> gone by Easter of last year. Right. Pandemic. But what's real weird is like, you know, we have all of these, you know, massive casualties, lots of people getting very, very sick, having long term problems. But in our three households, we've never been less sick. Mm. Nope. No. Nope. We've never felt better by following protocols. And I don't know. Maybe I could live like that. Yeah, maybe I mean, granted, granted, my kids, uh, <laughs> our kids are sick and tired of us because they've only been with us for <laughs> approximately 400 days straight. But yeah. they yeah. haven't been sick. So, hey, you know, you got your trade off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my kid is still too young, so uh, like I, well, I don't want him to like grow up being like uh, you know unable to leave you know my wingspan. <laughs> um, like he needs to get out and do his own thing. Uh, but also, yeah, this is. I think I think young. I think yours is still young enough where it's still normal for him to be around you that much and stuff. Okay. Like no, like my like our our kids are at that age where they're like. You know what? I'm sick of your face. I'm sick of your <laughs> voice. Why are you talking to me? I don't care about what lesson you're trying to teach me. Get out <laughs> of my face. And it's like, I want to be mad, but at the same time, I don't blame because I'm See? sick of him too. <laughs> See, we, you know, she, uh, uh, she's very used to us and very like clings to us and like wants to be around us and doesn't necessarily do alone time very well in the house. But we just started putting her back in daycare a couple of weeks ago. And, and we just drop her off. She just runs into the house and disappears. Uh Doesn't even Uh say goodbye. You know, I I don't know what to make of that. That's what the pandemic has done. It's going to eliminate a lot of the uh, separation anxiety for people going to that first day of school. Like, bye, bye, mom, bye, dad. See you. Whatever. Oh, I get to go to school. (laughs) Yay. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That's going to be true of any age. (laughs) <laughs> like, that's the fun part about it. That's the crazy part. It's like, it was at first, like for the first few months, kids are like, yay, no school. I don't got to do it. Ah, I'm at home and I'm on a computer. And hey, yay. And the older kids are like, ah, yeah, you know, senioritis like all day, whatever. I'm a freshman. It's all good. And then <laughs> after about six months, you got high school kids begging to get back into the building. Like, yo, can I please come back to school? That's the crazy part where you get like this thing has made kids want to go back to school. <laughs> yeah, it was like maybe the best and worst thing that could happen to Fortnite in that <laughs> people played a lot of Fortnite. But then at the end of the day, people played too much Fortnite. Did Fortnite lose its uh, its mojo because of the pandemic? Because I, I feel mean, like look, I still, haven't heard about Fortnite. Is it still the number one game? It's still the, it's still very very popular and does great money in sales and playership. But its Twitch uh, ra- its Twitch numbers are down. It's not even the number one battle royale game uh, going right now on Twitch because people at a given are, time. people people it got oversaturated. People got tired of it. Uh, I I have to believe because let's face it, everybody from the ages of what six to fifteen were playing a lot of Fortnite twelve hours a day. <laughs> and how long can you keep that up? I can say a year or so. Uh, just from personal experience. So so we hit that <laughs> threshold is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. You hit a certain point and it's like, guys, I think like what's what else is there to do here? Right, right, right. <laughs> People are gonna start picking up that Game Boy or old school again. Watch. Oh, what's, this, what's this thing? What's this thing with the green screen? <laughs> uh so the question I going coming back to illness now, like how what does that look like when your kids get sick? Are they good when they're sick? Are they are they needy? Do they just just drive you crazy? Like what what does that look like for y'all? 
Uh, I mean, for us, I mean, they're just gross. They're not even really gross. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's weird because like they're not. They don't complain about it, but we, it's just a fact. Like you know, like you can see it. You know it. Like you're stuffed up. Okay, your nose is running. Okay, like oh, there's the sneeze. There's the cough. And the thing is, is like. With uh, with this house, like everybody either has allergies or like like for the most part, everybody except me has allergies of some sort, right? Like mm-hmm. hay flavor, whatever it is. And so there's almost there there used to be like there's always a varying degree of somebody might be sneezing at some point, or somebody might like rattle off like three in a row. It's like oh, okay, that was you got some dust in your nose. I get you. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, and then somebody might like have this cough. Oh, that's post nasal drip because you've been out running around in the grass and you can't take the grass. Like one kid is allergic to grass, other kids are not. Like what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> so so when they get so that's I think their allergies allow them to um, to handle getting a cold a little bit better in terms of like okay. just the not like it's not so um the symptoms are so similar that when they if they get a cold it's not as if they're not used to it and then therefore miserable like they you know what i mean like they, they can, can manage themselves better yeah like it's not one of those things where it's like all right they're gonna be laid up in the bed all day and they don't want to do nothing it's like they might get cranky but they won't know why they're cranky <laughs> like are oh, you cranky right now because you're sick but you just don't even want to deal with it. You're not real. You don't want to admit to being sick, so you just running around doing stuff and just making yourself angry. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, my kid is basically like you can't tell until you hear his vo- his breathing. And oh, just, oh <laughs> no! Because he's still like he's still running around playing, just happy as can be. So and then you all know. of a sudden you're like, is Darth Vader here? And then you're like, <laughs> like uh-oh. Uh oh, <laughs> break out the nebulizer. He's gonna die. <laughs> Quick at the that's episode. scary too like i know i know you've thought like you've had that that thought to having to bring out the nebulizer and thinking like oh my god his breathing's bad oh my god what are we gonna do because like i don't have asthma never had asthma had known people that have had it but my wife has had it her whole life and so like i'll hear the wheezing and i'm like oh i need a, a i need the inhaler i need to. and i'm my my internally like at first i was always like freaking out like you can't breathe. Like, that's a big deal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, that's not cool. I'm used to not being able to breathe just because, like, okay, I'm out of shape and I tried to run too fast. Like, <laughs> that's different. I get that. Like, I know that's going to pass. <laughs> but, like, to know that you're just sitting there and all of a sudden you can't breathe, like, that's a different thing. And so, like, it, ta- it's ta- it took a while for my brain to get to the point where it's like, okay, don't panic. Just go get the stuff. Right. Like mm-hmm. my wife has trained I, me to like, that. hey, don't panic. Like if I tell you I need my inhaler, then just go get the inhaler. Don't panic. Don't whatever. Because I'm telling you early enough where it's not an emergency. So just go do it and don't freak out about it. So like I like she's trained me for, in that. But it's still scary. Like when your kid is like, <sighs> and you're just like, oh, God, what what like what does this mean? Like, what? oh, God, what does this mean? <laughs> yeah, I get that totally. Like, I, if I can't breathe, it's like, oh, because I just reached down to pick something up off the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I stood up off the couch. Now I can't breathe. You know, like that's pretty standard. <laughs> it's a, the altitude difference really got you. <laughs> oh, you know, well, it's like twenty feet up in the air. I mean, you know, the air is just different up there, Marshall. You got to understand when you're a giant like I am. Suddenly, you're breathing cloud, and it's just not the same. <laughs> it chokes you. It's like uh, cotton candy. I, you can't breathe that. You can't breathe cotton candy. <laughs> uh, I will say for my kid, you know, it's just, it's only happened a few times that she's kind of gotten sick. We've actually been pretty fortunate. 
honestly, in that she hasn't gotten sick very often, but when it has happened, she's usually just wants to sleep and then she'll be up for a few hours and she'll just hate the world. (laughs) <laughs> I just not want to participate. And it's basically like, Hey, I'm, I'm up out of bed under a blanket. And now I want to sit on the couch under a blanket, you know, and just be on the iPad or watch TV or mm. just not think about anything. And then is I'm going to go back is, to bed oof. under a blanket again. Is she a sick teenager already? <laughs> she's, yeah. She's a, she's basically look in many different ways. She's already 17 years old <laughs> in many, many different ways. Um, as far as, you know, I've heard, I didn't know the term until recently, but three major, what? I've uh, never heard yeah. that before either. Three what is this yep. That's a thing. And it's essentially once they turn three at a certain point, they're going to like uh, basically take over the house and, they, and become very moody and become very I much. Like, I've never heard that term before, but I definitely got those vibes when it happened. <laughs> I know they, that for yeah. sure. And I didn't believe it. Turned into I'm like, teenagers like, like quickly, yeah, my, very quickly. <laughs> my, my precious two-year-old, not going to happen. Three major people telling me. And then uh-huh. when it started actually happening, not long into her third year on this earth, I was like, oh, I get what you're saying now. Okay, well, you yeah. know, what's funny is watching them like watching them be three nagery to each other. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like they so you're just like seeing like school dynamics play out in the home. And you're like, what the hell am I watching right now? Like, what are you doing? Stop that. Don't say that. <laughs> so so when we uh get back because schools are starting to open up here in the greater los angeles area mm-hmm. um now y'all having kids that go back to school i mean like obviously mine's going back to daycare uh chan you do like a co-op thing right yeah and we've basically been going since uh last oh, september mm-hmm. um oh, wow. but but because they had such a small group it's it was basically a pod we we're just like okay everybody like this is the only thing we can do uh, you can't hang out with anybody else. And the, <laughs> um, the upside to that is that uh, we can uh, have our kids here without masks on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the teachers who are all just the parents are not going to have masks on. And it's been, oh, my God, it's been huge. A, just for like our kid who who is a climber, who's a jumper, who, you know, like could not be was in the house and just was not having it was just making us all miserable because he just wanted to uh, go bounce around everywhere so now he gets to be outside playing on the jungle gym and like it's an outdoors preschool which you can do in southern california Mm. it only rains a few days of the year (laughs) so you've got a bunch of people under one roof without wearing masks um how long until the first trump rally broke out Oh no! You know what? Uh, <laughs> when when uh, the four year olds started uh, becoming anti vaxxers yep. and uh, putting Jade eggs MMR. into the yonis, I don't then, want that you know. MMR shot. Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my chances with polio. <laughs> you know what? It's really not that bad if you think about it. Rickets. It's just not. It's not a big Unless, deal these days. Who do you know a, that has rickets? Huh? Yeah, think about the Cubs it. has rickets, and they, look what it did for them. Thank you. Yes, sports joke. Snuck it in, guys. I understood that purely by context. I'm like, ah, I see. There the must Rick- be a player. Everyone who named doesn't Rickets. know the Ricketts family owns the Chicago Cubs currently, so that's why I said the Cubs have Ricketts. Oh, Boom. yeah. Wow. Now, that was a home run joke right there. Nice. Oh, that's my baseball nice. ref. Good job, Ray. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey. 
it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. All right, well, let, let's talk for a moment about our show today, which is The mm-hmm. Investigators. Uh, I'll give a brief synopsis here, and then, Marshall, I'm going to need you to fill in a lot of details. Sure, you've seen a lot more it. of it than I have. Yeah, yeah, Two yeah. in a row for uh, Australia. I am uh, saying Bluey last episode. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. When I when I suggested investigators, like it just completely slipped my mind about cartoons. I'm just so. I'll just be honest. That's <laughs> fine. Look, we're, we're early like, we on, show. Marshall. We can we do whatever we show. want. Uh, here's one. <laughs> just completely forgot. Well, okay. So, uh, in, in the spirit of say the old Encyclopedia Brown novels, mm-hmm. uh, when, which was what I was, I was getting. reading growing up. Yeah, uh, in the t- times back when I you know could read. Uh, and it's, it's, it takes place in Australia and it's four kids, two boys, two girls, uh, surprisingly diverse cast for being an Australian oh, show. Yo, this, Obviously this I show. have a lot to learn about the country of Australia because <laughs> I didn't think Australia was a very diverse country and I was clearly wrong. Oh yeah. Oh no. Get- yeah. They're, they're right next to Asia. So there's a lot of Asians They're Uh, I mean, they have indigenous peoples. I, I don't know if uh, um, they uh, the one kid is. No, no, he he's not. I don't believe he's supposed to be indigenous. I think he's like a black kid black who's yeah, in Australia. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great, love it. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's great. Someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I, I look. I discovered it through this that I clearly had a blind spot to this and did not realize the clear diversity of Australia. Now maybe these are the only two they could find. No, but that could also very well. be. It's very much uh, uh, something that was like when I when I when it started because when my kids like we just were like fl- I'm like flipping through Netflix and I'm like I gotta find something new for them to watch that's different and the only way that I can trick them into watching something is if I let the the trailer play because they actually like watching trailers so that you know mm-hmm. with Netflix the trailer will automatically play so the way I trick them is I'll just go to a show that I want to check out and then i'll let that trailer play and then if the trailer catches them enough then it plays that first episode <laughs> without you even pressing anything and then they're in oh, like and it. so that's how i do it is just like oh, i'll just let the trailer and let it suck them in and that's kind of what we did but that first episode it got me because the lead kids uh, and <laughs> an asian kid named ezra but they're all Australian, so of course they have Australian accents, and like it threw me off. It just threw me off because I was just like, not only that, but like my my <laughs> the best man at my wedding is a tall six foot five inch black man named Ezra, and so to have this little Asian kid <laughs> named Ezra too, like it just everything about it from the jump was like, what is happening right now? My brain can't compute. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. No, and so essentially these four kids are investigators or the investigators if you will. Uh-huh. And they, you know, they just stumble upon like little town mysteries, just small. Prom- it's it's all school stuff. It's like school yeah. and neighborhood mysteries basically. It's, the stakes are very low. It usually just involves other kids and just trying to figure out how something happened. That's a little mm-hmm. weird. 
or, you know, doesn't necessarily have a, a necessary explanation, which is what this episode was. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. No, see, and so if you've only seen, if this is the only episode you see, like, it's great, it's fine, you can jump in. But if you watch this whole series and the way it starts out, like, no, they actually do tackle, like, some people in the neighborhood hit them up with, like, some real problems where they're like, oh. we don't know what's going on here. Uh, can you help? And the the main, the ma- <laughs> so Ezra is the main character, right? He's the lead technically but he is but maudie the uh the new girl she's a new girl in their school and she's the one who the reason why they are a team is because he wanted to do this thing by himself and she came in in the first day and started solving mysteries that got him out of trouble and then they were like oh well now let's all be we all figured this thing out together let's be a team of investigators together and they're like okay cool and so even kyle the kyle is like he just happens to be there involved but he clearly he is the comic relief (laughs) Yeah, he's the, the jock. He's the, he's the muscle. He's the yeah. yeah. He's the jock muscle. Like the stuff that ends up, he ends up being good and helping them with it. Always I'm ends sorry. up because it's like Marshall. Oh, did you yeah. just call him the jock muscle? Yeah, I did. I called him the jock muscle. <laughs> okay, just making sure I got that. Right. <laughs> but he's so. But he wants to be a part and help them. But he always is the. I'm sorry, I didn't get that. What did you? What happened yes. now? <laughs> That's his bit every time. Is is like, oh yeah, I know exactly what we're talking about. You know what? No, I don't. What are we talking about? <laughs> they write this show so well, and they write his character so so well too. So they do give him his moments where his his specific like love of sport, his focus in stuff like that, then becomes their like strength. And it's like, oh wait, like just pay attention to Kyle because Kyle knows because he's doing this and he did this thing. Like he does, he messes up everything else, but these specific things, he's like Ba Baracus. He's like there to like. He's there to fight and take the punch. See, that's my favorite kind of character on these things. You know, he's not good for anything, but you find that one spot mm-hmm. and they're good for it. So, yes, yeah, so they, they 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 solve mysteries again with their classmates and everything. And we watched two episodes here. Um, this is episode three. If you guys want to check it out at home. Mm-hmm. And, and I it, picked it because yes. the synopsis was like a bunch of kids trying to cram a cookie into their mouth. <laughs> Like yeah, that feels like us. We've only been doing this episode, this show for a few episodes. That feels like us. Yeah, Uh, this is this is this is our gimmick. This is great. Yeah, right in our wheelhouse, guys. Right in our wheelhouse. Yeah. (laughs) So that that is the second. So let's talk about the first episode here, which is I forget the name of it. Honestly, I don't have it on the top of my head. Because I didn't take any notes. Because who uh, needs the to? case of the sleepover secret? The case of the sleepover secret. So the the gist is one of the characters, her best friend, is very mad at her because uh, she found out that her parents were getting a divorce, and another kid at the sleepover party found out about the divorce, and so naturally the the other kid, the best friend, assumed that the the one of the uh, investigators told the other mm-hmm. person, mm-hmm. and so she's very mad, and now their friendship is on the rocks because she can't be trusted. But Before the investigator we even get says, to that, yes, like, okay. the, just the, the pacing of this is great. It's wonderful. It's a real quick, quick bap, 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 and, you know, like, uh, um, Kyle's recounting this thing, and, you know, like, boom, boom, mm-hmm. they, they jump back to, you know, like, when we were talking about it, and this thing that happened, uh, and uh, the, the jokes come in there really tight, uh, but it was this 
right near the beginning here where uh, Ava's like crying and like, oh, the boys are like, oh, we didn't know what to do. You know, like Mm -hmm. we need a woman to, you know, to like really identify with her and, you know, (laughs) and she, uh, um, she says like, would you like some tissues? It's like, I'm outside set, not inside set. And then they're like, oh, well, clearly not Maudie. She's not the girl. And at that (laughs) point, I'm like, that's my girl right there. (laughs) Yes. Possibly on the spectrum. Oh, no, 100% Uh, on the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Before, I like because of their accents, I did not know her name was Maudie, M-A-U-D-I-E. I I thought Mm -hmm. they were saying Morty. M O R T Y. And so oh. then I start I went to Dude. ask my wife. I was like, yo, Katie, what was Sherlock Holmes's brother's name? Was that like oh. Mortimer or or whatever it was? Uh, or, or like Moriarty. I was thinking of Moriarty or something. I was mm-hmm. like, what's that character with Sherlock Holmes? Because I feel like this this little girl is supposed to be like a mini Sherlock Holmes. Like okay. that's how her brain works. And she's on the, the spectrum. For the record, Sherlock Holmes's brother's name was Mortimer Ichabod Marker Holmes. <laughs> so that is to be known. Uh, uh, also, quick sidebar: you need to turn on them captions. Yeah, I, had, uh, I did not uh, have this problem for the exact understand. reason that oh, you just I, I didn't watch even think to turn on captions. Good, oh, have it on all the call. time. I won't watch anything without captions. Quite frankly, that's because how, I'm an the, old. That's a good <laughs> way to. That's a good way to force your kids to read, though. It is. It, I've literally seen uh, articles talking about how that improves uh, children's learning. I, so yeah. I, I, I get to do that for uh, my kid, and I get to uh, read <laughs> when I miss things because I'm going it, yeah. fucking deaf. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. <sighs> but I mean, how do you read them possibly when you spend half the episode on your phone? I mean, that just doesn't come oh, on, Jen. It's hard. Well, you know, uh, just, I <laughs> but yeah, so, that but was anyway, the problem so, yeah, I had. So, I thought they were. I thought they were saying Morty. I was literally making this whole Sherlock Holmes thing in my head. I was like, it. "Oh, this writing is great." I mean, they made this little girl Sherlock Holmes and everything. This is amazing. Like, I was into it. <laughs> well, I'm still into it because we're, you know, yeah. again, you know, I didn't read a lot of. I mean, a lot of these other ones. What, uh, Nancy Drew is that? That's another like mystery thing, oh, right? Yeah, like a lot yeah, of this yeah. YT Hardy, Hardy Boy Boys. mystery. Yeah, Hardy Boys mysteries. Like I said, I go back to Encyclopedia Brown as my go-to because that was my yeah. jam. I definitely picked up on that vibe just because it, it that totally low stakes thing. And and I then as soon as I understood that, I was like, oh, okay, so I need to start looking around for like, you know, like, oh, uh, the the little clues that they sort of drop that like, right. oh, there's two kinds of this or, yeah. you know, like, oh, she said this. I'm like, oh, I got to pay attention because that's. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did a good I thought they did a pretty good job of like the all the relevant information. They did hit it hard enough. But if you weren't trying, you would still miss it. <laughs> Yeah. Are you like, saying that you didn't? Listen. Well, this, I, is, this is definitely a show that preps you for adult an adulthood of watching Long Order SVU. So <laughs> like, this is definitely prepping your brain to look for the clue. <laughs> so when there's when there's like uh, Australian celebrities on there, they're like, oh, there's the one that yeah. uh, beat that poor woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you see when you see Russell Crowe as the janitor in an early episode of Investigators? You know he did it. He did it. You know he did it. He's getting taken away. That is something that's happening. I know he's from New Zealand, but give me a break here. That's the best I can come up with in the moment. (laughs) That is the only Australian celebrity that exists. It's just it's just him. Not even Nicole Kidman. She's nobody else. He's American now. Not even Mel Gibson. Never heard of the guy. That guy don't exist. Mm. Nope. Nope. And uh, Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life. Wait. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) 
I honestly, I honestly don't know why I thought this. Thought you were going to pull Yahoo serious. Uh, <laughs> you know, I wish I had pulled Yahoo serious. Young Einstein, come on. To be that fair, was... Australia's answer to Yakov Smirnov, Yahoo, Yahoo serious. Yahoo serious. Thank you. <laughs> um, but so there's a really fun bit here where, you know, we kind of get all the clues and we're given some red herrings and we're given some moments through the episode. But of course, um, uh, absolutely, sorry, Morty totally figures out <laughs> what's happening. And listen, I didn't figure it out until like two seconds before she revealed it because it wasn't <laughs> until they showed her like on her phone, like rubbing her because they did a big deal about she wears a lot of lip gloss when she's nervous. Mm-hmm. And then she was like poking at her face and then poking at her phone. And I'm like, okay, that's how this other character unlocked the phone. Although I still didn't know what other character it was. I'm really bad at this is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I, no, I, I instantly picked up that uh, that girl was getting snubbed. And I was like, uh Oh, okay. This is so, something's going wrong here. Mm-hmm. It's a ginger, it's a ginger thing. I do not trust redheads and I am one of them. <laughs> oh yeah. And that redhead girl, she has another episode where some stuff goes down and you're like, Oh, oh boy. My goodness. Oh, dang. Yeah. But that's the fun part about this show though. Like that, like several people have a couple of different things that they, <laughs> that are going down in their lives in this show that they have to fix. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Everybody's civil about it because they figured out that she was the one, you know, she thought that they were texting about her. Mm-hmm. And so she actually picked up the phone when she saw the dots on it from the lip gloss and she, to unlock the phone. So she was just like, okay, boop, 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 uh, got her way into the phone and then saw the divorce thing and then got weird and then blurted it out. Like, I've been there. I get it. <laughs> yeah. and then, but I appreciate that they just go to her house. Mm-hmm. She not answers the door and they're Walk like, yo, you need, you need to apologize because you did this thing. And she just stops. She goes, yes, I did do that thing. And I apologize. <laughs> and I'm glad great... there was no like trying to BS their way out no, of it. No, you no, know? That's like, the great thing about this show, too, is like when the person gets caught, there's, there's very very little resistance to it. It's like, oh, word, I got, I, yep, I got caught. Apologies. Let's let's learn a lesson. Like, <laughs> they don't bother with any like little coy play or anything like that. I, you know, I can't even get mine, you know, to admit that she, you know, is holding a thing that is clearly in her hands at that moment. So I need her to watch this show <laughs> to learn less resistance ah. when caught with something. Right? That's true. That would work. Uh, okay. So tell me this because. Here's the thing. Uh, this is aimed at a little bit older set. Um, it's, yeah, it's probably aimed at about like I would say what eight, nine years old. No, 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 man. My kids are five and seven, and they love it. Interesting. Okay, my kids are five and seven and love this show. Uh, but but I haven't had much experience with you know uh, shows for this age group. Uh, mm, my kid hasn't right, gotten right, there right. yet, not there and yet. I haven't you know watched since I was that age. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there's all these Disney shows and, you know, like all sorts of live action shows for kids. Uh, and I've never actually seen them recently to know if the uh, um, acting is any good. Cause one of the things that really uh, clicked for me here was like, I was into all of these kids. They all had great comedic timing. Mm-hmm. I never felt like it was, you know, like they were just sort of like, and I went to the store or, you know, they had to, like, work around it. They all felt like... Uh, These kids are like, amazing actors. I bought it. Amazing it actors. There's, a epi- there's an episode where Maudie uh, discovers joke telling. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> and God. And so, in, in her trying... She keeps trying to tell jokes, and, and Ezra is 
so furious. <laughs> he he is so upset with her for trying to tell jokes that he that he is just like not having it, and it just progresses throughout the episode. And like by the time he like finally just is like I'm done with it, it is so so funny. Like the I, I like that's what I'm saying. Like the writing plus these kids acting like this it, this show kills it. It sucks you in. Like my kids have binged it at least two times. And like I'll sit there and watch it because it's so funny. Like the joke, the timing of all the jokes, the editing, all of it is so funny that I'm just like, yo, I'm watching this. This is great. Like, yo, I'll I'll check this out. Oh, Kyle just says something dumb again. Like, yo, I'm sorry, I lost it because I was doing karate. (laughs) I was doing karate on the playground. And then they like do the flashback and they show him jumping and kicking shit. Can I tell you, like, I'm glad you brought it up because the editing on this show is some of the best editing that I've ever seen. They it's fast fast is funny is clearly mm-hmm. what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of like I, I would compare it to like scrubs. Oh yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. It's, it's very yes. it's very frantic, but yes. it's very much like hit the joke, hit the joke, hit the funny, hit the moment, hit the button, hit it here. And and the editing is excellent on the episode that we saw. And it really like I think this show, if it didn't have the right pacing, could be a real drag to watch, mm-hmm. but because you mm-hmm. have sharp kid actors, which you'll never hear me say, I hate kid actors, and I loved <laughs> all four of these kids a yeah. lot. They're all brilliant. Mm-hmm. I love them, and the ed- and the editing just makes them shine even better. A good editor is important, kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Learn the lesson. Learn um, the lesson. And let's talk about the second episode, which is the shove the cookie oh, wow. in the mouth. That's why we're here. Uh, Chad, <laughs> uh, no, I'm sorry. Chad, I want uh, you to I want you to talk about this one. <laughs> I was just scrolling down Wikipedia, just reading all about it. And uh, apparently, uh, yeah, they, uh, uh, they needed 715 individual auditions for the main cast. Oh, wow. So like, yeah, they, I mean, they did their friggin' work and it, it shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, again, uh, they had to. They had to, because if this show had bad kids, uh, you know, when I think of shows like this, I only think of like Hannah Montana. Or, or some of these shows uh, that from when we were growing up, the Saved by the Bells of the world. And look, I know people have very fond memories of some of these shows, but the, the, thankfully, some of the kids on those shows learned how to act later. Mm, right, 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 <laughs> right. Mark Paul right. Gossler now is a treat to watch on screen, right? Mario oh, yeah. Lopez yeah. looks really good. He's but my point is... <laughs> I mean, My point is, it's like, but at the mo- at the time, this was hard to watch. So I was concerned walking in the door. Same. Oh boy, a show about four kid actors. This could this could suck, and yeah. it doesn't. And I'm so happy to hear that they put that much time into the casting because they got it right. Yeah, man. I mean, I'll tell you, this show blindsided me. <laughs> like, it was honestly like I laughed out loud. I don't. I just don't. I you don't, don't feel laugh. joy. That is not a thing that I, I, I have the capacity to do. And I laughed out loud a couple of times yeah. during this. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, this is. I'm telling you, every bit that they do with Kyle, like, it cracks me the hell up. Like, they do yeah. so many great bits with him. And you watch that whole, watch the whole series, and you're just like, this kid needs to be on something. <laughs> oh, I guarantee multiple of these kids, eventually, if they want to keep going with it, will come over here and just take over. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the one girl, uh, uh, Maddie, uh, sorry, Marty, 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 <laughs> she mop, mop it. She, uh, uh, I, does she not look like the girl from that meme who's looking slyly while like the the hospital or the house is on fire oh, the behind her? Fire the girl. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, she does a little bit. I think she. I had to actually look it up no, because I thought know, for sure that must have been her. So there, they you didn't see this, but Ezra has a little sister that pops in every once oh, in a while. Boy. 
uh, uh, and annoys him trying to like tell the story or listen to the story of oh whatever's going on. And uh, but they have this little girl. It basically is a little Australian uh, uh, Asian Danica McKellar. Like she looks like a little baby, Dang. like Winnie Cooper. Like she's just this cute little ball of like her cheeks are like cartoonishly rosy. <laughs> they put her in pig in like these pigtails, and then she's just so like her. Even her timing is like her timing is slightly off, but because she's so little you like let it slide she's like four or five maybe like she's not even that you know what i mean but like the the way that she delivers lines it's like it's cute that it's off <laughs> it's so <laughs> like they do such a good job with casting on this show it, it's so it's so cool even like the 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 one the one like uh spot would be the adults <laughs> in this show <laughs> like yeah. the adults leave a little something to be desired they're uh, a little over the top, but I'm like, okay, I get it. But yeah, they yeah, they kind of have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but believe they, it's written into the Australian constitution that once you hit the age of, you know, like 17, if you're talented, you have to come to America. Like, <laughs> so unfortunately, there are no good actors left in Australia over the age of 17. Yes. No, they, yeah, I believe they, that's a known <laughs> fact, right? I believe, yeah, because I believe one or two of the adults are American. Like they don't even they don't even have Australian accents. So I'm just like, oh my god, okay, okay. they they went and snatched a couple from over here. They just (laughs) they just rolled by groundlings and just abducted two people who were like lagging behind. (laughs) Oh, throw them in a plane. Oh, oh, I guarantee, I 100% guarantee there is a there. One of the neighbors is, I guarantee, she's done some sort of improv or some kind of sketch comedy training to get the part that she got in that show as the kind of neighbor that she is and what her music is. I 100% guarantee she's like, she fancies herself quite the comedian. And you don't have to answer this, but does she turn out to be a witch? <laughs> uh, uh, I won't spoil it. No, I'm not. Okay. Gonna thank it. you. Okay. That's the Sabrina crossover that we all want. Been looking for it. Been dying for it. Right. We're hoping for it. <laughs> uh, this big mouth challenge, a kid comes to a, a new a kid comes to school and you know, he wants friends. And the way he mm-hmm. gets over is he's got a, a, what do you call it? Like a moon pie, I guess. I forgot. Oh uh, yeah. I forgot what it, what it is, was yeah. called. Yeah. 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 Uh, it, it was a thing, a, a disc chalky. Which is which is great. And yeah, it's, it's like two cookies. And Ezra's like losing his mind. It's like, oh my God, you've got these dishes. And and what I love is that everyone's freaking out about it because they don't have them in Australia. Uh uh, like it it's not a thing that like you just bring cookies to school. They're like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? That's like a <laughs> treat. Uh, it was that yeah it was that's that it was that special like they they like all the kids would love it and would get it because they have them in australia yeah that was like that was the whole thing was like they have them there but they don't always bring they don't bring them to school and so he was making friends by having that but it was like there was the thing about his dad went to america and got the version that was in America, which is right. bigger. <laughs> and that is one of the best fucking jokes <laughs> that Americans yeah. Yeah. are fat pieces yep. of shit. <laughs> Not <laughs> only are we fat pieces of shit, we're fat pieces of shit who bring cookies to school in our lunchbox. Can you yes. believe it? What yes. assholes. And like, uh, uh, um, there's, yeah, like obviously we don't even, they made this thing up. Because we don't have disc chockies in uh, America, they made it up and said that Americans 
being the fat bastards that they are, just made the this exact same like thing, only percent bigger. bigger. And I think they even gave it the twenty percent. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I what I really loved about it is the fact that he pulls it pulls it out of his lunchbox, and the other kids look at him like he had just invented fire, <laughs> and they're just like, "You have a you have a, a candy cookie in your lunchbox." He's like, "Yeah," and they're like, "How?" <laughs> uh, no. What they said was. Legend. 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 He pulls out a fucking cookie. <laughs> they lose their minds. Legend. Well, what's amazing about this is this kid, and he lived all over the world. So it's he's awesome. I like this kid oh, already. Yeah. The world, yeah. the world. He takes the cookie, he shoves the whole thing in his mouth, and then pulls it out again without breaking it or chewing it or anything. And he does it like 50 more times to the point where I'm starting to feel a little, little gross about the whole thing, quite honestly. Like, how slobbery is this cookie going to get? And why is it still full? What is this chocolate made of that it's not melting? Um, right, right. The, the whole thing was marginally upsetting. Uh, but he pulls it out several times. And then the other kid's like, well, we can do that, too. And he's like, tell you what, if I'll bring a cookie tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And if you can show the whole thing in your mouth, then you're going to eat all my cookies for a month. I'll bring you a cookie every day for a month. And they're like, let's do it. And then, of course, nobody can do it. And it's up to, what is it, Morty? It's up to Morty Morty. to figure out why. (laughs) It's up to Mortimer Jace. Masha. (laughs) It's up to Masha with her bear friend to find out why. And so, and and just to, to zip to the end because there's just a lot of play here. Mm-hmm. There's not really a lot of clues beyond what we've already heard. Well, well no. So, with the, the important thing to realize is that Kyle could not do it, and Kyle has the mouth to do it, and he knew he could do it because he did it before. And the fact that he couldn't do it depressed the hell out of. <laughs> yes, yes, he was not doing well. He was not handling it well. <laughs> 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 and so and so essentially uh, they end up figuring it out so if you haven't figured this is what i actually figured out pretty much right away uh i look i know this is a show aimed at small children but the first one <laughs> did throw me for a loop until they sort of laid it out right before laying it out right this one i got pretty much immediately where he was bringing in the american version of the cookies which are much bigger mm-hmm. so therefore when he did it he used the smaller cookie and when he gave it to them he was giving them the bigger cookie so nobody could do it and so he, they were just like well why did you do that and immediately he owns it, and he says, "I wanted friends." Yeah. And in my mind, it's like you keep giving people cookies, you'll have friends. That's, yeah. yeah, you didn't have to do the rest of the stuff; just give them the cookie. <laughs> but yeah, that was over there. Marty's like, "Well, I think we got." It. Like she just figures it out. It is so great. She just knew you, you, you did it because you wanted to have friends. <laughs> and and he all's forgiven, and everybody likes this kid now. That's the thing. Everyone apologizes. Everyone owns up to their mistakes. Right? Accountability. Accountability. This is great. This is what this show teaches. Accountability. Own up to your mistake. Know what you did wrong. Apologize for it. Fix the mistake. And then learn from the mistake. Yeah. Great. And he even, I think he even says like, I just, uh, uh, or maybe it was the first episode, but one of them says like, I was just in this too far. I think it was the first episode. She's like, I was just in it too mm-hmm. far and I just couldn't admit it at a certain point. So I needed you to bust me. <laughs> Cause I just, I couldn't own it. Oh man. Real Kevin Spacey and seven moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, spoiler alert. First off, um, Kevin Spacey's a horrible monster. Detective. <laughs> and, and 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 that is investigators now i'll ask the question i ask every episode mm-hmm. y'all would would you be happy 
Uh, was this a show that you would like your kid to watch on loop around you? Marshall, I think I know the answer. Oh, so yeah. So we'll start yeah, with you. It, how would you feel about this show being looped in the background for eternity? It, I'd, I'd be okay with it. I'd be okay with it. Like, because <laughs> one thing this show has done is that it's gotten my kids to really try on different accents. Oh, boy. Ah, Love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> because, okay, Ezra's little sister is named Poppy, right? Poppy. Hmm. But because of the accents, it sounds like sometimes they, they it sounds like he's saying puppy. So they've been calling this girl puppy for a very long time. <laughs> and That's I keep why trying you to turn on the puppy, captions. And they say, no, it's well, it's so they've now come to realize that it just sounds different. But now they're like, well, then we just want to sound like them. So we're going <laughs> to say it in the Australian accent. <laughs> I would <actually laughs> or, as, be worried. or as one of my daughters calls it, the Australian Spanish because she just doesn't know any better. <laughs> I like it. No, I would say at a certain point, you can't turn on the captions because much like the re- little redheaded girl, they're in too far. You're in too deep. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, they, you know, you just can't. You just have uh, to let them have the mistake. Quick sidebar. All of our uh, uh, Google homes uh, are in the Australian accent. I don't know if you've done that. It's delightful. Boy. No, I'm not. You not uh, utilized it. <laughs> Australian woman. Have at it. Nice. I mean, that, that sounded really bad, Chan. <laughs> Australian woman have at it. Oh boy. <laughs> that is what if I said it in an Australian accent though. <laughs> Shan, how do you feel about investigators uh being uh, uh, on repeat? Uh at the end of my notes here in all caps I have oh my god, this is so good. <laughs> um again, I really uh wasn't expecting um it to work for me on on all the levels and I was uh I would absolutely I I think uh, my kid is still a little too young for it, Probably. but I may try it on him and see uh, if he because he watches Dino Dana. And, oh, oh you know, wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, how old is he now? He's three. He's three, but he watches Dino Dana. Does he and he likes it? Yeah. If he if he, he if he watches and likes Dino Dana, he's almost ready for investigators because that's what my that one of the girls like. I mean, she's in love with dinosaurs and swears she's going to be a paleontologist slash ballerina when she grows up because yeah, she like Dino Dana is her like ace boon coon like that's her jam like that's like yo that's my girl Dino Dana yeah Dino Dana. like she will mm-hmm. just rattle off dinosaur stuff. Like he just and she'd been watching Dino Dana since she was three and she would just rattle off dinosaur names. And I'm like, I'm you know what? I thought I was smart. I'm not smart no more. I I don't know stuff anymore because my kid knows all the stuff. My kid took all the knowledge out of my brain and she took Mm. it and then multiplied it. And now I don't know anything because she knows it all. (laughs) It's so much easier once you just come to that recognition. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So if she so if so if you so if he likes Dino Dana, then he's probably close to investigators like there's a there's a weird. um like the way that they starting to write these live action kids shows, it's like they're developing them. They're writing them in a way that kind of slowly introduces like uh, a story structure and comedic timing and stuff to a younger and younger audience without you, the use of like cartoons, because like there's a, some it's, there's something that's different. I think when they see it in live action versus a cartoon, that they mm-hmm. can then relate to. Cause like now, like my kids have like weird ass fucking TV comedic time on me sometimes. <laughs> and I swear it's because of the live action stuff that they watch. <laughs> no, I, I get it. We only show our three-year-old uh, uh, two and a half men. 
so she can learn from the greatest comedic mind, uh, mm. Chuck Lorre. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, she's... Where's that kid these days? What's he doing? Uh, he's going to church, I hope. Oh, no. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, for me, The Investigators is a great show. I cannot wait a couple years. Honestly, I'd wait a couple years. I don't mm-hmm. think she's ready for it even close by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, just getting her to sit down for anything that's more than two minutes long. Uh, that's why some of these other shows we watch, you know, on Disney Plus are, are wonderful because each one is about, you know, two and a half minutes long. And that's all we need. <laughs> just and, to and move on to the next one because she's losing <laughs> Yeah. Steam is being lost here. So uh, I will wait until she's a little bit better and I will uh, definitely sit her down and watch this. I hope she's into it because I would love to watch more, but I would feel weird just watching. More. Don't man. This, this I, show is good. I think I might. This I show is good. Ooh, okay. Maybe, maybe I'll allow myself then. <laughs> Show's good, man. I'll still feel weird. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> this will be my guilty programming, you know, adult films. No, no. Just watching some investigator on my own. <laughs> you please shut the bathroom door. Uh, it's scrambled, oh, like but no, I'm still like watching that. it. <laughs> not for the record. It's because I'm hiding, not because of anything else. I just want that on the record. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't need a uh, child protection knocking on my door, please. Oh God. Cause I'm too busy watching the investigators. Um, <laughs> But that is our show, everybody. You can hit us up uh, on social medias. You can check us out at My Three Dads Pod uh, with uh, the number three, I believe, is how mm-hmm. the whole thing works. You think I'd have that memorized by now, but I don't. You, one would hope, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a lie. It is, in fact, uh, oh, that's the wrong one. See, I don't even know what's going on anymore. No, you spell it out. I just pulled it up. It's T H R E E Dads Pod. Three Dads Pod? Not My, my Three Dads, dads Pod. It's my Three dads, dads Pod with the number three. Yes. No, Please. no, not the number. Spell it out. Oh Spell it God. out, God damn it. M-Y-T-H-R-E-E-D-A-D-S-P-O-D. Okay, all words, no numbers. My three dads pod. Just remember that jingle. <laughs> Just here's the deal. Do it quick before you forget. Or before I convince you to, of doing the wrong thing. Uh, get on there. Give you know, we want reviews. Give us five star reviews. We've got a couple already uh, as we're building this thing. So uh yeah, they every little piece helps, and we appreciate it if you could go in and help us out with a five star review. Heck, even leave us a message. We might even read it on the air. Ooh. Oh, we definitely will. I mean, yeah. I guarantee we I mean, read it you, on the air. If you go through the trouble, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Why wouldn't we? For gosh sakes. What are we what are you too proud? I don't understand. <laughs> uh but otherwise you can hit us up on uh, social media. You can hit me up. I am at Almighty Ray. At 999 RPMs. At Mr. Happy Givens. And uh, until next week, we're going to have more kids shows for you. We're actually making a giant list that we want to go through mm-hmm. of uh, kids shows. And it's it's pretty long. Next already. up, Silence of the Lambs, the cartoon. <laughs> yeah, Silence of the Lambs cartoon probably is next week. Uh, it's a spinoff of the new Clarice show. <laughs> Clarice to tie together like it all, I property. believe, is the name of that show. Well, I mean, honestly, they did this a lot in the 70s, as we learned, and that's they took a very popular TV show and then made a cartoon. So they actually took the cast of Clarice and then gave them time machine powers. Oh, no. And put oh, them no. with a talking dog. Oh, that's, no. It's amazing. This cartoon's already trash. <laughs> we'll be doing it next. No, this is all a lie. Marcel, do you have any words of advice to take us out with? Um, uh, wash your hands, please. That's good enough for me. <laughs> all right, everybody. Good night. Good night.